Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. He called her a slut just because she was singing about one night love. So she looked him up, said Trump pins 2016, conservative Christian. You could hear him just laughing. Did your daddy not give you enough attention? You're just a whore, but Jesus is Lord. Don't you want his forgiveness?
let's talk about perhaps one of your more controversial songs and videos. Frankly, the joy of Jesus or just joy of Jesus. Yeah, who that was the song I was most nervous to release for sure. One reason being that I'm from Southern Indiana, kind of a conservative area. I grew up in the church and, you know, I feel like, especially since I haven't been releasing music, a lot of people from back home remember me as the really happy, nice, smart girl that played piano at church on Sundays, you know? So I was really nervous about the reception back home and that was something that factored into it for me. I don't know why that was, well, I guess I could probably analyze that, but that was like a big hurdle for me. I was afraid of what my parents would face if people heard this song. And then I was also afraid of like people hearing the song and then trying to save me and like having an agenda with me. And then on the other side of things, like I use some strong language in there and one of them is a slur for a gay man. I was wondering how we would talk about that slur for a gay person in this song. And it, you know, struck me as something controversial. This whole song is controversial. I mean, to talk about the joy of Jesus and everybody has their own notion of what that means to them. But then to talk about homosexuality in that regard and going down on the quarterback, this is, this is intense stuff, Stephanie. (laughs) You are not kidding about that. Yeah, that was definitely the title of the song. Some people are going to see that and think, oh, this is going to be great. Like, let's play this for our kids on our drive home. You know, like, (laughs) it's definitely not that. But yeah, it definitely delves into some intense subject matter. And I chose to use the uh, slur word I may change my mind about this one day, but for now, it felt like deep pain requires strong words. And I was trying to paint as painful, I suppose, of a picture as I could, just to try to, you know, have someone connect with the character. And I think that has been the reality for a lot of gay people. I think I remember being told growing up that you shouldn't talk about religion, politics, or sex, at least at the dinner table or in in polite company. And in this song, you touch on all three of those things in a a very controversial way, which is kind of why I like it, frankly. Um, (laughs) A friend of mine once told me that he always brings up religion, politics, and sex in conversations when he goes on sales calls in the business environment. And I said, oh my goodness, how, how could you do that? And he said, because it evokes an emotional response in the person you're talking to, and you can size them up. You can actually gauge who they are and start to understand each other at a deeper level if you bring up these three topics. And of course, you bring them up in one, all three in one song here. (laughs) So let's start with politics, um, if I may. The first verse makes an allusion to Trump-Pence 2016 conservative Christian. You're in Nashville and perhaps a heart of conservative Christianity in America or not far from it. And, you know, to actually throw that out there 
might not make this a radio friendly song. So. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not a radio friendly song. So the first verse is written about my friend's experience. My friend Elise Davis, she's a really cool Americana rock girl. She is so good. But she was trolled on Twitter by this man and she looked him up and it said, Trump Pence 2016, conservative Christian. I hate feminists or something like that. Like, <laughs> So whenever she told me that story, I already had the song concept in my mind. I knew immediately, well, there's my first verse. After finishing the song, I was like, can I put that in there? I mean, not can, I already did, but it also goes against like songwriting 101, not to specifically timestamp a song. I talked to a good friend of mine and she said, if you can't think of anything better, don't change it. So it felt like that was supposed to be there, but I was concerned about putting Trump Pence 2016 because I didn't really want that to limit the song. But a friend of mine told me that if I couldn't think of anything better than not to change it. So I didn't think of anything better. I tried, but it just felt like Throughout the course of writing that song, that was always there. And like the second my friend Elise told the story, I knew, so I didn't change it. I was a little bit worried that when people would hear the song, they would hear the word Trump and then just not listen to any of the rest of it and miss the heart of it entirely. And, you know, I guess with any art that you put out there, that's going to happen. That line is what has gotten me some angry emails whenever I've played it out at shows, which I've only done maybe, you know, 10 times. Well, it's got everything that people can get angry about, that's for sure. And it, and so I kind of like it for that reason that, you know, this is what artists are supposed to do is actually provoke thinking and provoke conversation and provoke that emotional response. And, you know, if you have to be political or if you have to bring up religion or you have to talk about sex, that's kind of the history of music, frankly. I like that you have a very sparse guitar. And is that a cello on the song? It's Mellotron, which is like, we use that thing on so many of the tracks. The Mellotron was our go-to. It sounds like a cello for sure. And so, you know, if you ever write a song called Joy of Jesus, of course, it's going to evoke hymnals or songs sung in church, choir songs, I think, you know, and the chorus especially has that hymnal choir-like feel to it. Yeah, we definitely wanted that. And whenever my friend Shannon Wright came in to sing background vocals, like that's what she was thinking. She had some like very choir, her voice is not choir at all, but her harmony idea, she was going there. And so we just kind of built on that. Um, definitely wanted to evoke that sort of vibe, if you will. But the whole album has wonderful harmonies. Talk to me about that. I believe in this song, they come in the break where you have a lot of ooh-ooh-oohs with echoey flavor. Yeah, well, harmonies were such a big part of this record. I love singing harmonies. I did most of them on the album, and it's fun for me to tastefully... My producer and I would just kind of see where they would fit in. And um, we would put too many on there and then take away and then just use whatever seemed to make sense at the end. But to me, harmonies are just such, it's another instrument, you know, it adds another dimension. It's one of those things that a little bit too much can really take you out of the moment. So it's a skill to know what to leave alone and what to build on. 
So do those just come to you instinctively? Do you write them? You, you have these ooh, ooh, oohs during the break. I think you ooh when you know the song needs something, but you don't think it needs a wordy bridge. It feels like an instinctive thing. But then the second verse is very much about gay rights. And, and you made a video that kind of highlights that about the song. So tell me, where did that come from? This video was a really cool full circle moment for me. Whenever I was looking for someone to direct it, my friend Elise, who I wrote the first verse about, she directed me to her husband, who is a wonderful video director. And he actually used to be a worship leader that kind of got disillusioned by the church. I met with him and the concept for the video was mostly him. I mean, I told him a couple of things that I had in my mind, but he came up with that. And I think it was during our second coffee meeting, or he asked me if I knew of a couple that would maybe want to get married for this wedding scene. And immediately I thought of my friend Blake, who had experienced, he's been married to a woman, he's experienced conversion therapy, and then he had come out about a year prior to this meeting that I was having with the director. I said, oh, Blake and his boyfriend would be perfect. Also, they're both really good looking, so that doesn't hurt. And I was like, well, but I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I will ask him, you know, it might be kind of weird, but okay, I'll ask him. Well, then probably like 15 minutes later, this woman barges into the coffee shop where we're meeting and she's like, who has this silver Nissan? I can't get in my car. Can you move? The parking spaces were like super tight. So this guy stands up and it's my friend Blake <laughs> that we were talking about. I look at Jason, the director, and I was like, holy cow, that's the guy. That felt like the universe being like, this is a good thing. You should see this video through with Jason and you definitely need to ask your friend Blake. And so eventually I, I couldn't ask him that day. I, I think I was a little spooked by the coincidence or whatever it was, but he and his boyfriend agreed to be in it. And it was just like such a cool experience. And I think healing for everybody. Yeah, no, it's a, a message of tolerance, I think, which is one that we need in our society right now. Yes. Joy of Jesus. Thank you, Stephanie, for bringing that to us. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.